All right. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, guys? Girls? Everybody else in between? We're on the outside. Whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying. <clears throat> that was a little ditty from uh, Mark Yampowski of uh, 40 Mile Detour. That was a little ditty he actually did for this podcast back in the back in the day. When the hell was that? This was quite a while ago. Um, he joined part of the competition that we had to design a logo. Uh, not a logo. <clears throat> we had a logo. Caleb Quarry did that to design a an intro uh, ditty. I guess you could call it <laughs> a song, an intro music, a tune for this podcast. And he was one of the entries. Uh, he did this. Two years ago, as a matter of fact, almost to the day, it's uh, April 7th, 2018, that he submitted this little jingle he crafted just for the uh, show. Crafted. So, it's pretty cool. Figured I'd uh, showcase that little tune for you a little bit. What else we got here? So, up on the TV, uh, this is my YouTube channel. Uh, some of you probably don't even know I have a YouTube channel. Some of you just listen on Podbean or iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or any of those guys. This is my YouTube channel. You can uh, like and subscribe and get notifications and all those things. But I just, if you notice, I just loaded a uh, new Zen Garden Tales. If you haven't been paying attention or if this is your first time listening to the show, I have a side project that I'm doing with uh, my nemesis, Mr. Fleming Moore. You can go out to his YouTube channel, Fleming Moore. Excuse me. I just ate some chili, some Butter Bob's chili. Talk about that in a second. But uh, you can go to Fleming Moore's cha uh, channel, Fleming, 1M, F-L-M-I-N-G, Moore, M-O-O-R-E. Go over there, check out his, uh, he's got four episodes up right now. They're real short little shorts. Uh, no pun intended because I, I wear short shorts. But they are, um, man, just thought of an idea. Let me write something down. But, yeah, so he's got four episodes. He just released a couple yesterday, and I just did my fourth episode and released that a couple hours ago. You can see on the TV there. So, um, sorry, I had a thought. All right. So, <laughs> I'm saying so. So much because I don't have any of my thoughts in my fucking head what I'm supposed to be talking about. But so the news in Garden Tales just came up today. I advise you to go back and watch um, the first episode from Mr. Moore and then jump into my episode, then his uh, second episode, and then my episode again, my third, and then his third and fourth, and then go to my fourth. I know it's very confusing. You could probably watch them in any order you want to. They're called short shorts um, because they are short. They are only three to maybe five minutes long at the most. So nothing too time consuming. Also, uh, six days ago, almost a week ago, I put up my latest episode, episode 124, the quarantine update episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen or watch that. But well, this is my channel. I didn't, I really, I really pulled it up just to get some additional lighting in here because I didn't feel like turning on the uh, the head the overhead light. It's just a little too much for me right now. So I got some natural light coming in through the windows. Uh, I got a lamp here, uh, a little reflection off the mirror, and I put this on to provide a little additional light towards my face. I don't know if it's working or not, but 
I just thought it was going to be a little dark. If it is, you won't even notice because I'll go in post-production and edit it, add some light to it. But it's the, the magic of movies, right? Oh, what's that doing? So there's my notes. I don't know if you can tell from the lighting, but my hair is uh, starting to grow back a little bit. It's growing way slower than I anticipated it to grow back, which I'm kind of disappointed with. I mean, I haven't been unhappy with it at all. It's been very easy to maintain. I wake up in the morning. I run through a shower. I don't even really shampoo or anything. Maybe once a week now uh, where I was shampooing, you know, at least daily, I guess. But it's very easy to maintain. I get out of the shower. I just kind of run through some conditioner, uh, leaving conditioner through it and just kind of let it marinate. I was brushing it every day just to kind of make sure that it lays in a specific pat, you know, lays the way I want it to lay and doesn't grow in weird directions and stuff. So I was kind of training it to go in, in a certain direction, but I think that's fine now. And I've stopped uh, running a comb through it because I don't want to, I don't want to train it to be straight. I want to get those, make sure those curls come back like I had before. So that's what's happening. It's grown back slowly but surely. The sides have already um, overtaken the top, and it was all one length. You know, if you listen to my last episode, I talked about that a little bit too. So, God damn it! Why am I saying so so much? So so I'm saying it so 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 much. I don't know why. I usually don't do that kind of thing. I'll say an um here and there or whatever. Or I know I got a couple ticks here and there, but Jesus Christ. What else? So the hair's grown back. I really, you know, I think Georgia, I think today, as a matter of fact, Georgia opened up their hair salons and nail salons and all some restaurants, uh, some limited, limited indoor seating, I think, in Georgia. Somebody did. But I was wondering how close I am to the to a sports clips on the Georgian border where I could go down and get and at least you know, get uh, my sides and my back kind of tapered up and blended into the top and make me not look like such of a, a ball head. I look like a ball head. I look like a, a big fucking basketball. Normally I kind of trim it down and I get a, it makes my face look a little bit more elongated, a little thinner, and now I just look like a big round cantaloupe. So, But I don't know if you can tell, hopefully over the last couple episodes you've seen a difference in uh, the structure of my face and uh, maybe just the way my clothes are fitting and whatever, but I'm down 12 pounds right now. I think last time we talked, it was uh, five days in, I was down nine pounds. Well, I've only lost uh, 10, 11, 12. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, three more pounds since that, which is fine. Um, I dropped down to about 13 and a half pounds lost, and then I went back to like 11, and now I'm back to 12. So, Pretty good. I mean, most people are happy to lose that amount of weight in a month. And I've only been doing this since the 15th. So it's all, it hadn't even been two weeks yet. So that's the update on the weight loss. Uh, speaking of the weight loss, I, I mentioned the Butter Bob's Chili. There's a recipe out there. I may put a link to it in the uh, in the show notes. Let's actually write that down here. Uh, Butter Bob. I'll put a link to that recipe. But... It just does a real simple chili. I haven't, since I started keto back in 2016, four years ago, and I kind of go on and off, on and off, and cycle through. 
just because I want to, not because keto is hard to maintain. I could do it forever if, if I really wanted to, but sometimes I just I get a hankering for a pizza, and that's not saying that the the keto diet doesn't work and it's not sustainable. That's saying that my willpower is not strong enough to sustain it. I mean, let's be honest. People talk about it all the time that the keto diet is not sustainable. Paleo, Whole30, um, pick your diet. They say that it's not sustainable. Atkins, whatever. You just can't do it in the long term. And I don't understand that statement whatsoever because everybody that I know has been doing the standard American diet since the 80s. So if you can do that for 30 years, 8, 9, 10, no, 8, 80, 90, yeah, 40 years. I don't know how long, how long are we talking? 80s. So if you can do that for 40 years, is that right? 80 to 90 to 2000, 2010. Yeah, 2020 is 40 years. I knew my math was correct. We spoke about math on a, on a Zoom conference call today, and I'm good at it. So 40 years worth, we, you know, you've had no problem sticking to the standard American diet. diet. It's, it's sustainable. It's doable. So why is no other diet sustainable or doable? Doesn't make sense. It's just a matter of what you want to do and what you're willing to do and what you're allowing yourself to do. And if, if you're not going to allow yourself to stick to the diet, then that's your uh, mental capacity. It's not that the diet is is a failure. You're the failure, if you're being honest, right? So Butter Bob's Chili is just basic. Um, but since I've been doing the keto diet over the last four or five years on and off, I haven't added, I haven't done beans at all. I've eliminated beans. Beans was not really something that... Uh, you should be eating, I don't think. I think it's um, it provides no nutritional value whatsoever. You know, people eat it for fiber and eat it for protein. Well, I get plenty of protein from the, all the meat that I eat. I'm, I'm probably 95% uh, meat-based on my diet. And I don't eat any fiber. I don't. I very rarely eat any vegetables. I don't take a fiber supplement. I'll, I don't take Metamucil. I don't eat beans. Uh, no roughage of, of, of any kind. Uh, to clear out things, and I have zero problems. So people that tell you that you need fiber, mm, not not so sure if you do or not. But that's a decision you have to make for yourself. But I know as far as stomach distress and bloating and uh, maybe some other issues, I don't have those issues anymore when I've eliminated fiber. So if anything, for me, fiber doesn't agree. But that's all I'm saying. But butter, butter Rob's chili, it doesn't have any beans in it. It's a very limited vegetables. Um, you can spice it up however you want with some veggies. That's not going to hurt anything. I used uh, two pounds of Wagyu uh, Stay Classy Meats beef that I got, obviously, from Stay Classy Meats. I had that in the freezer, so I defrosted that. I went to the store and bought me a pound of hot sausage and a pound of lamb. So four pounds of meat, threw all that in, in the skillet, excuse me, browned it up, uh, drained the fat, threw all the veggies in there, the seasonings, excuse me, whatever, brought it, uh, what else did I put in there? Uh, beef, um, not beef stock, but beef, uh, beef broth, brought all that to a boil, let it simmer for a few hours, and it is absolutely phenomenal. Throw you some sour cream in there, throw you some uh, various different types of cheeses, some chives, whatever. You're adding a little bit more to your fat content, to your, um, yeah, to make it even more keto friendly. Ooh, I bet you some avocado slices would be good on there too. I might have to do that tomorrow. I got to go to the store and get an avocado though. So that's what I'm eating on today. I've got some pork in there. I got some bacon that I did the other day. 
I uh, went through all my keto sausage balls that I had made. Just all kind of good stuff. And it's really, it's it's delicious, man. It's flavorful. It's filling. It's satiating. Uh, you don't get hungry an hour later like you do from eating, you know, rice and carbs and breads and all these types of things. So, I don't know. I, I prefer it. But every now and then, I like to take a break, whether it be for one day, whether it be for a weekend, whether it be for a month. And go back to the standard American diet of some pot pies and some pizza and some popcorn and uh, a bunch of these carb-heavy things, you know, a little heavier on the beer. I stopped alcohol on the 15th and I went, um, I can't remember how long I went before I had a drink. I went and bought some some whiskey because whiskey is zero carb. So I was doing uh, a little bit of whiskey, maybe one, two drinks a night for a couple nights there. Then I was at the store. Uh, buying these ingredients for the chili, as a matter of fact, and I saw this beer on the shelf. I just happened to go through the beer aisle to see what selections they had there. This is a selection from Goose Island Brewing Company. We will look it up here. I did not pull up untapped, but won't take but a second. So it's this new thing. I'm not sure when this trend started. Probably you know, shortly after the keto trend. So if we're looking at 2016, when I started, probably a couple years after that, it kind of took hold. So maybe late, maybe 2019, I guess. Maybe. These trends started. And everybody's trying to put out a keto beer. You know, I guess what it started with was um was Ultra, right? Michelob Ultra? That's probably the first low-carb low, uh, low carb beer that was out there, besides some standard stuff that was already out that unintentionally was, was lower calorie and lower carb, just based on the alcohol content and some other things, the style of beer. Um, God damn, this fucking ivy is itching the fuck out of me right now. God damn it. I got a huge rash underneath this watch that is just, I don't know if you see the redness on that thing, but Jesus, man, it itches like a mother right now. It's on fire for some reason. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, so this series of beers have started to come out, trickle out. More and more breweries are starting to do it. Craft breweries are starting to do it. You know, light, Bud Light, Coors Light, all that stuff was already kind of light anyway. That's why the word light was in there. But uh, Coors has one called Coors Premium. Um, who else is doing one? Mick Ultra, you already said. I don't know. But the point was... The point was, I was trying to bring up, there we go. Oh, I, just, I can't get my thoughts together now. I'm, I'm discombobulated now with this itching. Oh, my goodness. And I, yeah, I know, stop itching and stop rubbing it, but I can't. It feels too good to do it. I wish I had my spray up here. It's downstairs in my bedroom. A little analgesic spray that I'll spray on there that does pretty well. It's got some aloe built into it and stuff, but... So anyway, a lot of craft breweries. I think New Belgium's doing one. I think Sierra Nevada's done one. Uh, Dogfish Head. Um, Brooklyn, maybe. Kona. A bunch of different breweries. This one happens to be from Goose Island. It's called So Low, right there. Goose Island Beer Company. It's an IPA. It's a session IPA. Goose Island, actually. Uh, let's figure this out. It'll open. 
Goose Island is at, actually out of Chicago, Illinois. I should have known that because every time I've gone through the Chicago uh, airport, I, I get a bunch of, drink a bunch of Goose Island. It began with a trip across Europe. I'm not going into the whole thing, man. I just don't feel like it. So it's called Solo. Solo. Solo is a full-bodied IPA with a big name, citrus and herbal aroma notes, and a nice balanced bitterness. If you can't... I can't read. If the can didn't mention it, you'd never think it was a low-cow beer. But now that the cat's out of the bag, surprise and cheers. So... I don't know. I got a little too excited about that. But it's true. I mean, if somebody were to give this to me and just say, here, man, I got this extra beer for you. It's an IPA from Goose Island. Just drink it. Uh, you're welcome. I probably, I don't know. I don't think I'd really notice a huge difference between a regular IPA. I mean, I definitely would. There's definitely a discernible difference, I guess. But if somebody gave it to you blind, I'm not sure if that discernibility, if that's the way to say that, would be as big as it is when you see the can. You see, the, oh, it's only got 98 calories. Oh, it's only got nine grams of carbohydrates, which is just a number that I found on the internet. I'm not sure if that's true or not. But when I looked up, uh, I had a website pulled up earlier See if I still got it sitting here in my... Yeah, so here we go. So here we go. Let's do this real quick. So this is from delish.com. And this beer is not on this list, but this is the... I mean, you know, this is still a show loosely about craft beers. So 15 low-carb beers that won't derail your keto diet. And this was put out in March of 2019. So this beer probably wasn't even available yet, but... So, Devil's Backbone um, Brewing Company Bright Tangerine Sparkling Ale. Two grams of carbs, 90 calories per 12 ounce. It's a 4% alcohol. Then you got North Coast Brewing Company. You got the Scrim Shaw Pilsner, which is two grams, 100 calories, 4.7% alcohol. Corona Premium, we talked about, 2.6 grams of carbs, 90 calories, 4% alcohol. Make Ultra, 2.6 grams, 95 calories, 4.2%. Lagunitas Daytime, which is what I was trying to find today, uh, 3 grams, 98 calories, 4% alcohol. And see, this is what I'm talking about. So this is 98 calories, and it's only 3% alcohol. Uh, this Daytime by Lagunitas is uh, 98 calories, and it's 4% alcohol, and it's only 3 grams of carbs, where Solo, when I found on the internet, was telling me it was 9 grams. So I'm, I'm thinking that Solo is not 9 grams of carbs. It's lower than that. Uh, below 5, maybe. Uh, Shiner Ruby Redbird Lager. 3.1 grams, 95K. You get the point. Dogfish Head Slightly Mighty IPA, which is not bad. I wasn't a big fan. Gang Brute IPA. Kona Brewing Company, Kahana Blonde Ale, Deschutes Brewery, Deschutes Pilsner, Allagash Brewing Company, Cezanne, Brewdog Vagabond Pale Ale, Four Peaks Brute IPA, Lakefront Brewery Easy Teasy Ale, 
Harpoon Brewery Recreational League. And that was the end of the list. So Recreation League from Harpoon uh, tops out at 10 grams of carbs, uh, 120 calories, and it is 3.8%. So, you know, it could be that that's a 9%, not, not, uh, 9 grams of uh, carbohydrates. Who knows? Who knows, really? But that's what I'm drinking today. I figured, why not? Nine grams of carbs, if that's, you know, that'll be my max. Hopefully it's lower than that. But uh, keto diet, mostly, most of the time, um, they want you uh, 75% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carbs. 5% carbs usually means about 50 grams of carbs or less if you're doing gross carbohydrates. If you're doing net carbohydrates where you subtract fiber and alcohol sugars and things like that from the total carbohydrate count. So let's say you have um, let's say you have 50 carbohydrates in something, but it's got uh, 10 grams of fiber and it's got uh, 5 grams of sugar alcohols. Well, you can subtract those 15 grams from that 50 and give you 35 grams, net grams. So a lot of people tell you 50 grams gross or less than um, 30 grams net, I think. It's either 30 grams or 20 grams. Now I can't remember. But anyway, man, long story short, again, long. If this is only 9 grams at the max, I'm way under my total carb count, whether it's net or gross, was the point I was making. So there you go. Um, I will be opening up Homegrown tomorrow. I'm gonna we're gonna start slowly, kind of integrating and opening things back up. Caleb worked again this past Saturday, did some in-house sale, uh, package pickups, and then uh, some delivery. I am gonna go in uh, Tuesday and Thursday of this week from four to seven, so a three-hour time span. I'll be filling growlers and uh, bottle and can orders as well to go. Everything's out the door. Four to seven each day. <clears throat> Caleb will be doing his thing again on Saturday. So we're going to be open three days this week. Where for the past, uh, you know, since the 22nd of um, March, we weren't open at all. And then we opened up just one day a week on Saturdays. And then last week opened for Thursdays. So that was two days. Now we're doing three days a week this week. So we'll see if we can just keep titrating open and eventually allow some people to kind of sit in there. You know, if maybe we have... We got six different tables. We have two people at each table, you know, on either on each side of the table. So that's 12 people. Uh, we got 12 bar stools. We could maybe take at least six of those out and keep people their distance there. So, yeah, you can have 12 and uh, six more. So that's 18, maybe 18 people. And then we got a big table, two on each side, 20, 22 bench table, two on each side of there. So maybe 26 people, maybe, let's say, uh, versus where the capacity is 99 people in there. So I think there's actually a formula out there for 15% of what your total capacity is or something. But bottom line is we're opening up. We're slowly starting to open up. Uh, we're, not, we're not ordering any new kegs at the moment. So we've only got about five kegs still on tap right now out of 40 taps. But we're going to be continuing to order bottles and cans to uh, supply to people throughout the town. So when we'll get more kegs in and start doing uh, 
kegs again, I don't know. It's hard to say because you, you take a big loss on those, especially some of the IPAs and things that kind of diminish and, and not go bad, but they diminish in flavor profile over time. We just we just don't want to keep those in there and, and just have them sitting in a cooler not doing anything. Matter of fact, I haven't read the news stories on this, but I've heard the news stories that a lot of distributors out there are having to give away or dump. Man, that chili's coming up. I had two bowls. <laughs> but, um, a lot of people are having to dump their kegs because kegs are just going bad. They're just sitting there. And I think a lot of people have problem with uh, temperature control and they're kind of going in and out of of coolers and in and off on and off trucks and this type of thing. So they may have gone bad because of that. We keep ours, you know, at a consistent temperature. But so we'll be getting back to doing that. Uh, homegrown brew house, 117 South Main Street, downtown Somerville. So that's happening. Let's see what else is going on. I think as of the last episode, you've heard this on there as well, but uh, the kids, the new neighbors next door, they've got a couple kids and then they always have some, I mean, this whole pandemic, they've had somebody quarantine, they've had people over their house, so they don't really give a shit, but they always have uh, multiple kids over there, there's three, four, five of them always out there riding their bikes around in the yard and, and da- up and down the street now since there's very low traffic. And you probably hear them out there screaming and having a good time. Good for them. Uh, we talked about the Shady Show. We talked about the new uh, Zen Garden Tales. You know, get out there and take a look. Matter of fact, um, so this is Craft Conversations. That's where you'll find the Zen Garden Tales. <clears throat> and if you go to, uh, I got to go way down here. This remote sucks on this TV. It really goes slow. <clears throat> but here we go. If you go to, man, I got too many things I subscribe to. Go to Fleming Moore. That's how you spell it right there. If you can see it on the TV screen. If you go to his channel, you'll see um, episode one, two, three, and four of The Shady Show. So. Go out there and take a look, man. It's not too hard. It only takes a second. The videos are only three, four, five minutes long at the most. So get out there and have a good time. What else are you doing? You're not doing anything. Um, finally, getting things turned around in the yard. It's made a huge turn to, I don't know if I was going to put a number to it. I'd probably say it's 70% back to where I want it. No, let's not even say 70. Let's say it's 60% back to the way I want it. Uh, I've got one bed, I've got half of one bed to, to continue to to filter out, and then I've got a fence line and a, and a rear bed that I'm not super concerned about, but it's still an eyesore, so I need to get it cleaned out. So get those two beds cleaned out. All my boardwalks need uh, refinishing, some boards need replacing, uh, but the, uh, they definitely need uh, re-waterproofing. And i got to put some lattice up on a, a, a series of pergolas that to go around to my uh my bench swing, my porch swing, I guess you could call it. I repainted the shed, the swing, all the pergolas, uh, a couple other items out there, some benches. Um, I did a firecracker red that my son recommended for me. I was trying to do, you know, Asian style theme to it, um, kind of royalty, you know, reds and golds and yellows and those type things. So did that. And then I think it was called uh, Hummingbird Gold, I think. Hummingbird? 
I think it's called Hummingbird Gold. I know it's Firecracker Red. Hummingbird, Hummingbird Gold, I think. Go to my personal page. You can see pictures of it if you would like. And uh, so, yeah, it's about 60% there because I still, I still want to lay some mulch down. I probably need to plant a few different flowers. I've had some of my azaleas um, get overrun by weeds and just suffocated and killed them. So I got to dig those up, maybe replant some azaleas. A few things here and there. That's what I'm saying. 60% done. So I still I still got some work to do, but it's coming along greatly. And um, big thanks to my pop, my dad, for coming over and helping me. He's been tremendous. He's been out there um, painting. He's been pulling weeds. He's been uh, pulling trees. He's been trimming. He's been chainsawing. He's been uh, cleaning, just whatever. He's been doing everything with me, and I really appreciate it. It's been great to be hanging out with him for four or five hours at a time out in my backyard. Uh, we turn on some music out there. One day I had reggae on. Another day I had classic rock. Um, this uh, Yesterday we had uh, Deep Tracks on from uh, Sirius XM. So we just get out there. We got the music going. We got some a uh, bunch of water flowing. And the sun's shining. The breeze is going. I mean, it's just, it's been great hanging out with Pops. I love them. So that's the yard... My buddy Slayton, Slayton, we all know Slayton, Slayton Johnson. He does the intro and outro for this podcast, as I've said numerous times. But if you're new to the show, that's who does the music. And he texted me today and he said, hey, man. What did he say? He said, hey, man. I just found a spot for sale to start a brewery slash coffee spot. Let's partner up. And then he sent me three uh, pictures of the joint. I'm assuming it's up in Tennessee or on the border of North Carolina somewhere. Uh, looks like maybe an old gas station or maybe an old, really old school uh, garage, auto garage. Has two garages, a uh, single door going in. So it looks kind of cool. It looks like we could have a small little tap room, an outdoor tap room attached to it. Uh, the brewery and the coffee, you know, we could do coffee roasting. We could do brewing right there. In the little two-car spot, in the garage spot, it's got a ton of land around it. A ton of land around it. So, but it looks like it's out in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't look like there's anybody even close to the place. So I don't know what kind of population is around it and what kind of uh, drive it would take to get from a populated town to come to see us. But if the beer is good, they will come. So... I mean, Benford Brewing, they're still, they're still in business, and they're way out of the way up there in Lancaster, South Carolina. Lancaster, Lancaster, however you want to freaking say it, wherever you're from. But they have a huge space up there, and they're way away from everybody, and, and they're, they're in business. They've been doing it for five years now, I think, or four, I think five. I think close to the same amount of time that Homegrown's been open. So they're being successful. So if, if, if you got a good product, you got a good location, you're friendly, you got good service, um, other things, you know, events, some music, food trucks, those type of things. I think it uh, can be successful really anywhere. People will drive to destinations, as we can see everywhere. I mean, people drive to see the Grand Canyon. They drive to see Yosemite, um, not Yosemite Sam, but Yosemite National Park and uh, whatever the fucking old faithful guys are. And they, they go to Niagara Falls and they go to, I don't know, name your spot. People drive to things that are worthwhile, so. 
he asked me to partner with him. So I'm, I'm going to get with him sometime soon. I got just a whole bunch of stuff going on right now that are in the works. Um, some exciting things coming up uh, to do with um, the short shorts that we're doing. More to come on that soon. But this is interesting. This is an interesting idea. Coffee shop and brewery. So we'll see. Think my roommate's home. Think you can hear him down uh, messing with Leia right now. He just got home from work at Accidental Wine. So man, that guy kills me. He kills me, guys. He's down there just going crazy with the dog. So Slayton's got that. Uh, what else? I already talked about my poison ivy. It's itching like a motherfucker and just going like crazy. I've been real. I'm not even gonna go into it, man. I was gonna talk about polycythemia, but nobody gives a shit about that. So. That's about it, guys. I think I'm going to wrap it up. I just want to give you a little update. So Homegrown Brew House is, is uh, trickling back open a little bit this Tuesday and Thursday. Get there from 4 to 7. Get your takeout to go beer. Uh, we're doing the, the new short shorts here with the Shady Show and the Zen Garden Tales. Check those out on Fleming Moore's channel and Craft Conversations channel. Uh, possibly looking into a brewery <laughs> coffee shop venture. More to come on that, probably way down the road, if ever. Uh, the yard is 60% better. Keto diet's going well. Uh, weight loss is going good. Tan is looking nice. I don't know. What else? I cannot think of anything else. All right, well, I hope you enjoy this show. And as always, we will what? Talk to you soon, guys.